All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Against the Spread podcast, only on the War Report radio series. Before we start, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter, at War Report Radio, and at, on, on Instagram, rather, at War underscore Report underscore Radio. Uh, and f- like and subscribe on iTunes as well, man. Find us at the iTunes podcast section under the War Report radio series. This is the Against the Spread podcast. I'm with my great guest, the Stack Guy. Stack Guy, let him know something. Hello, world. This is the Stack Guy, a.k.a. Uncle John. Let's just jump right into Thursday night game. I was drinking the Buffalo Bills Kool-Aid. I thought they were going to upset the Jets. It actually wasn't an upset because the Bills were favorite. But I went against my uh, normal Thursday night. Uh, I usually take the home team uh, on that short, shortened week. But I did think the Bills were rolling at 5-2. and two. Uh, but the Jets actually came through with a great win to get to 4-4. Four four. Absolutely, man. The Jets, they're not out of it yet. I know we talked a lot about Todd Bowles this season. He's a respectable head coach in my book after what I've seen this year, after all the turmoil they went through last season and uh, beginning of this offseason. You know, it wasn't a lot of hope for the Jets. Uh, they drafted a safety with a top 10 pick. Uh, he turns out to be a stud, like everyone has predicted, but still, risky pick in my opinion. They could have got Deshaun Watson for that pick, even though Deshaun Watson's injured now. And uh, the Jets, what can you say about the Jets, man? They're getting it done. They defeated the Bills 34-21. to I took the Jets uh, plus three and a half at home. Yes, this is, again, I went against, I was drinking, I got a little high on Shady McCoy. He was doing a lot of talking, but the, the Bills had... 14 turnovers so far this season, which I believe is leading the league. And a lot of these times they're getting these wins when they're getting three and four turnovers, which is a trend. And you cannot knock that trend. But sometimes when you don't get those those turnovers, you're not winning these games. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, the Jets uh, running attack provided a lot of support for the Jets uh, in that game. And they just steamrolled those guys, man, on their home floor to get back to 500. So much respect for the Jets this season. Uh, they're proving a lot of people wrong. You know, people thought they would win maybe two, three games this year. They're 4-4, four and four and they got a better record than my Buccaneers, man. So what can you say? Welcome to the NFL. Yes, this is the NFL, which stands for not for long. Everyone had the Jets in the toilet. They're very respectable 4-4. Four and four. If you're a Jet fan, you cannot complain, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, let's just see how the rest of the season goes. They got a couple other matchups versus the, the Pats. Maybe they can stick around and make it interesting. But if you insert a quarterback into that Jets offense, say a Kirk Cousins, who might be is a free agent uh, next year, maybe they can really take a really big quantum leap to get back into the mix, the playoff mix in the AFC. Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely, you know, the Jets haven't had a, a real franchise quarterback guy probably since maybe Vinny Testaverde, Chad Pennington, and I'm not sure if you really categorize that, categorize the, uh, those guys as franchise guys. But nonetheless, uh, I think we should move on to uh, week uh, nine, Sunday, uh, November uh, today. Rather, what's today? Never, today is actually November 5th, not the 4th. I'm sorry about that. Today's uh, Sunday, week 9, November 5th, 1 o'clock matchups. That guy, you ready? Yes, there's six buys this week. A lot of teams are home resting those sore bones. It's like the NFL has been an injury league this year. So these buys come at a good time for some of these teams trying to make their last playoff push. Absolutely, absolutely. The first game is going to be the Colts 
traveling to the banged up Houston Texans at a one o'clock matchup. The spread for this game, uh, it was minus 13. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Texans by 20 and a half points, and he's gonna take the dunk, uh, the Texans minus 13. I just actually went to the bookie, and the spread is actually not minus 13. It's actually moved down to minus six. So if you want to go by that measure, uh, this this game was a lot harder to pick. However, uh, by the time I send out the spreadsheet, we're gonna go with the original spread. I took the Colts plus 13. Uh, yes. Easy, easy win. Easy win there. Yes, this is even before. We don't even have to talk about this game. We just just jump right into this Deshaun Watson injury with the ACL. He's out there practicing on this, uh, you know, just a non-contact injury. This has already devastated uh, the Texans. They're going to throw Tom Savage back in into the mix. This guy must have made a deal with the devil to get Deshaun Watson out of there because he had his bags packed up. He wasn't going to see the field. Uh, Possibly ever, ever again. And, you know, Watson goes down. Uh, he, he, he actually gave that franchise a, a real good identity. They were calling him Houdini down there because Harry Houdini is a magician from back in the day, not the rapper Houdini, uh, but because uh, he is his escapability. But um, I also went, when I made my picks, I went with the Colts gobbling up that, you know, 12 and a half, 13 points. You know, the Colts have been respectable uh, uh this year, you know, they're not lighting the world on fire. They say Andrew Luck is done for the year. They're just kind of waiting it out. This is a stink fest here in my uh, going forward. But I, I, I took the Colts and give me those points versus Houston, who's got to be feeling uh, they have Merciless uh, out, who's a linebacker. They have J.J. Watt out with a back injury. They got Watson out. I mean, they're devastated with these injuries. And uh, the NFL has got to take a really good look at this AstroTurf, you know, uh, I, I think everybody should be playing on natural grass, even though there might be injuries. There's been some horrific injuries this year uh, in, uh, where people are just falling like flies, and um, I think if everybody went to a natural grass field like they do over in Europe with the soccer, uh, it, it might be not as many injuries. Okay, that's a fair enough assessment. I absolutely agree with your pick here. Uh, before Deshaun Watson news broke, I think that the uh, Colts line at plus 13 is just too much to handle. Uh, we already know without Deshaun Watson in there, the Texans simply can't score. So I don't expect them to uh, uh, cover that spread at all. Uh, even the uh, seven point, six and a half point spread from the bookie today is a tough matchup. Uh, I think I would still have to take the Colts with the point simply because Tom Savage, and when he's the starting quarterback of the Texans, they just struggle to score, man. As soon as you uh, uh, inserted Deshaun Watson into that lineup, boom, you've seen a takeoff in their numbers as far as point production and yards and touchdowns. The guy was totally bringing it his rookie year. Sad to see him go, although the Houston Astros did win the World Series, so they have a little bit of less pressure on the Texans right now to win. Yeah, the, the, I think the biggest losers are Hopkins and Will Fuller, their wide receivers. I mean, they probably drank a bottle of Henny. Uh, when they heard that news of, of the Sean Watson going out. Absolutely, man. Moving on right into the next game. It's going to be the Bengals at Jaguars. All right, the Jaguars don't really have a great home for the advantage. Uh, they can barely get people in the stadium. Uh, however, they are they do have potential to win the uh, AFC South division this year. The spread for this game is going to be the Jaguars minus 4.5 against the Bengals. And the Dunkel spread actually has the Jaguars favored by 8. 
He's going to go with the Jaguars uh, with the points against the spread, minus four and a half. Uh, I took the Jaguars money line here. Uh, the Bengals are on shaky ground, in my opinion. This is a winnable game for them. I think the Jags are able to squeak one out at home. The news did just break today that Leonard Fredette is not playing due to violation of team rules. Uh, I'm going to still take the Jags money line. How do you see this game, Stat Guy? Yeah, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fanboy. I don't know why I, I, I'm back in Andy Dalton. I did take Cincinnati and give me those points. You know, there's a lot of side issues other than football uh, going on out in Cincinnati. They got A.J. McCarron, who's the backup quarterback out there. He filed a grievance to become an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Uh, you got Andy Dalton out there playing, but his contract reads where they actually can cut him at the end of this year, he's he's not guaranteed, but he's got 13.7 for next year. But that's un—that's not guaranteed money. So they actually could cut Andy Dalton next year and put A.J. McCarron in there. Even though McCarron said that he had, they, they actually had a deal, the Bengals with the Browns, for a second and fourth round pick for McCarron to move to the Cleveland Browns. So he's sitting there festering because he could have been actually probably starting you know, this week or next week for the Cleveland Browns, but they didn't get it in. The Cleveland Browns are bums. They didn't get it in with before the four o'clock deadline. So he's festering on the bench. Cincinnati's in turmoil. I think they can cover that uh, that five and a half uh, point spread versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville's all over the place. I just gotta keep every reminding everybody out there on the internet that you know the Jaguars quarterback is Blake Bortles. He's got a terrible quarterback name. You got to have a Joe or a, a Steve or some one of these kind of names. You know, Blake is not getting it done. Yeah, absolutely. That's an interesting take on that. I know um, for for AJ McCarron. I know you mentioned McCarron. I'm not sure what the rush is uh, for QBs to try to run and go save the Cleveland Browns just simply because there's a QB opening at that spot. I know there's only so many uh, starting QB positions in the in the world, in the, in the National Football League. At the same time, uh, betting on yourself to save the Cleveland Browns just isn't a great career move, in my opinion. I think uh, it's actually to his betterment that uh, he sticks it out with the Bengals, maybe see some playing time. Not It's not that A.J. McCarron is a world beater himself anyway, but uh, at the end of the day, I guess he wants to play. Yeah, there you go. Everybody wants to get on the field, and everybody thinks they could tr- uh, change a franchise around. You know, uh, you got Buddy Hill going out to the Sacramento Kings thinking he's going to change them around. It's going to be the Sacramento Kings at the end of the day. So it's hard to change these franchises around that are, uh, are cursed. And uh, A.J. McCarron had his highlights back in Alabama. You know, they were winning uh, national championships. Just in have, a seat on the, have a seat on the bench. Absolutely, man. This is NFL. Moving moving right along, uh, rather, into the next game. My Buccaneers. Oh, man. This has been a really, really tough season. Uh, we're, I'm on the fire Dirk Carter band already. It's, it's looking like that. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to be on the road in New Orleans against the New Orleans Saints uh, down there in that uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome. The spread for this game is the Saints minus seven. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Saints by four and a half points. Uh, his pick is actually the Buccaneers plus seven points. Uh, it's funny. Every time Dunkel Spread has picked the Buccaneers uh, this year, they've lost. Uh, however, I'm going to go with the Bucks plus seven, I think. Uh, 
I'm not sure why um, they haven't shown great execution all year round. Jameis has been terrible on the deep ball throws. Uh, he hasn't been able to connect with Deshaun Jackson at all. Uh, and just the play calling has just been so bad. Uh, however, I do think the Bucs can make it this a close game at least. Make it competitive. And I'm going to go with the Buccaneers plus seven here. How do you see this game, stat guy? Yeah, the Bucs are coming in at two and five. They need a W to save their season. I'm taking uh, Tampa Bay. I, Winston might still be hurt. I don't know what's going on. He's really stinking up the joint. Um, they're only scoring at 21 points per game. You got New Orleans at 27 points. They lost their first two games, the Saints. Absolutely. And everybody was calling for Sean Payton's head. This guy has reeled off five straight wins. They got you know, rid got, of Adrian Peterson. They that got took, rid I think, of Peterson. They, they, they got Drew Brees. He's thrown 11 touchdowns. He's not throwing those INTs. Like, he's only got four INTs so far, so that's a low figure for him because he's throwing the ball every freaking play down there. Um, and if you look at Tampa Bay, they only really beat the lowly New York Giants. And they named lost four in a row, so they, they are in serious trouble here. So I think they got to have some heat on their backsides. And I think Tampa can cover that. I think they're going to win outright, but I'm going to take those points against New Orleans. Okay, that's fair enough, man. Yeah, the Buccaneers, Dirk Carter, if, uh, he may get fired midseason if he, if he continues to slide. This is like a slide that's really unprecedented. This is almost bringing back to the Greg Schiano, uh, Lovey Smith era before we even got Jameis Winston. This is just 2-5 and five is just not going to get it done. Um, we're already looking for replacement head coaches next season. We're looking forward to the draft already. Uh, please give us something to, 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 for the fans to even get excited about. You know what I mean? Maybe a deep ball to Deshaun Jackson. Maybe they connect finally this year. But, yeah, just a ridiculous season so far against the Bucs. And give, give the Saints credit. Uh, they played. They've had a pretty uh, solid schedule. They've beaten some pretty solid teams, uh, some competitive matchups where it could have went either way. And they, they squeaked out those victories. And I uh, give them even more credit with their first-round pick, Marshawn, uh, Marshawn Lattimore at Ohio State, the cornerback. He's really solidified at the, the QB1 spot. I mean, uh, the CB1 spot, rather, cornerback one spot there in New Orleans as a, uh, the 11th overall pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, on the other side, uh, you know, you got Brent Grimes is out for Tampa Bay. He's also a cornerback. He's not, you know, elite, but he's out there hustling. So if you get ready to put your money down on these games, check that injury report. You're thinking all these guys are healthy and going to be playing at full force. But I would say seven out of ten times, somebody key is out to do the injury. So please, people, before you lay that hard-earned cash down, uh, check that injury report with Grimes uh, being out. Absolutely. For Tampa Bay. Absolutely, man. Big loss there. Uh, and uh, we've always we've we lost pretty much every game without Brent Grimes this year. Uh, moving right along, though, uh, the Rams are going to be traveling to MetLife Stadium uh, to face the New York Giants, who are pretty much uh, looking towards the draft in uh, vacation time. Uh, the spread for this game is going to be the Rams on the road against the spread minus three and a half as the favorite. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Rams by one and a half points. Uh, he's going to take the Giants with the points here plus three and a half. Uh, I don't join him in that assessment. Give me the Rams, who are just a hotter team. The team building momentum towards the playoffs here to uh, go into MetLife Stadium and get a tough roll win. Um, take, yeah, I'm taking the Rams minus three and a half. How do you see this game, that guy? Yeah, I know they're getting ready to kick off and, you know, shortly. 
you know, the Rams have been uh, a higher octane offense than I ever could imagine. They're at 30 points per game under this new head coach. I believe he's 31 years old. The guy's name is Sean McVay. He's a miracle worker out there. They On the defensive side, they added Wade Phillips, who came over from Denver, won a championship as a defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. So these two, and they're only at 16 points per game. No, excuse me, 19 points uh, given up for the Rams. So their ratio is 30 scoring on offense, 19 defensively. So give me the Rams all day. You know, uh, the Giants are scoring less than they did last year. You know, ODB, we forgot to talk. We're back to the injuries with him being out. Brandon Marshall, uh they're just at a point where they're not offensively uh, challenged. So uh, give me the Rams. Absolutely, man. The Giants. Um, I think. I think uh, the the telling game this year for the Giants was uh, when they re- pretty much had nothing to fight for, and then they went out there and uh, still did a dud at home against the Chargers. Uh, that was just embarrassing. And then they had the nerve to go next week to win at um, uh, Mile High Stadium, and then. They're just all over the place, man. But I'm taking the Rams here. They've been the more consistent team, the more consistent offense. I expect Todd Gurley uh, to get well over 100 yards from scrimmage today, maybe two touchdowns. Uh, give me the Rams easy here, minus three and a half points. Yeah, the, the Giants also got outclassed by Seattle. Absolutely, uh, last week. I can't remember the score. It might have been like 24 to 7, something like that. I, I, they might have had a, they had a bye last week. You know, but Eli is throwing the ball too much. Um, you know, they're suspending guys, you know, the Giants, which you never, they, they're really a button-up franchise. You know, they were, they're out there acting like they are uh, the Raiders or somebody from the old days. They got a lot of suspensions and people not showing up from practice and uh, a lot of chatter going on with the Giants. So I, 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 I can take the Rams, even though they're coming uh, east, 3,000 miles from that beautiful Los Angeles weather. It's not too bad out here on the East Coast. It's maybe about 50 degrees. Give me the Rams. Absolutely. Uh, next game is going to be a divisional matchup. You got the Falcons traveling to Carolina to face the Panthers. And uh, there's no line for this game, surprisingly. Uh, no favor right now. Dunkel has the Falcons favorited uh, by six points. He's going to take the Falcons, uh, just a pick em game here with no line. Uh, I don't join him in that assessment. Give me the Panthers. Here, for some reason, I think that the Panthers are still fighting for uh, this divisional title. And uh, they've lost to the Falcons three straight times. I think they uh, break that streak here today at their house. Uh, Cam Newton, he's playing much better than last season, even though he's still not up to his MVP level uh, season. Just the Panthers, uh, I don't know. Uh, they, they traded Calvin Benjamin this week, which I thought was kind of odd. Uh, however... That does open the opportunity for different players and uh, different more speed guys on, on offense. Uh, I'm not sure. And the Falcons have just been kind of inconsistent as well. I don't really see them going into Carolina and having a ball. Uh, so give me the Panthers here with no line just to get this win. No really other explanation other than that. I think that Cam Newton has a dual threat. Uh, we're able to get the first downs necessary to move the chains on this game. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a close game, but uh, I'm, I'm give me the Panthers at home here. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with you, most gracious host. Uh, I, actually, let me take that. I want to go with Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Carolina there, again, there's a lot of off-the-field football issues going on uh, this entire week with all the, you know, you got Benjamin. Where did that come from? I guess they're trying to open it up for Bunches, who's another big 
receiver type. I guess they didn't want two. But Benjamin was making some plays coming off of the ACL. Absolutely. You know, they basically, they gift-wrapped him to the Bills. Um, I saw him on the sidelines on Thursday night. He's going to be he's a, he's a decent player coming out of Florida State. Um, I'm going to go with Atlanta. Don't give me a lot of reasons. I don't have any stats on this game. This is a stay away because these guys are all, like you said, these guys are all over the place. Matt Ryan's fumbling the ball left and right versus the Jets last week. If they can cut it. One. So minus the turnovers from Atlanta, I think they can get the job done. This is a heated rivalry, and uh, but I'm really not going to – I would not bet any money on this game. It could go either way. Yeah, literally the only reason why I'm taking the Panthers is because the Falcons have won three straight – I don't see uh, the Falcons winning four straight matchups against the Panthers uh, at their house. And this is a must-win game for the Panthers if they're going to win this division. Uh, they got to win this game, man. If they're going to stay competitive, make it to the playoffs, this is, a, this is a winnable game here. Give me the Panthers at home, man. They, they've done enough this year to let me know that they want to compete and get that playoff spot. So, And the Falcons, they're not a bad team either. They have an explosive offense. They win some. They've lost some. Uh, but... The Panthers here just make a little bit more sense to me, considering the Falcons have won three straight against this team. Uh, moving right on. We're going to find out. Okay, yeah, yeah. You got something else to say about the Panthers-Falcons? No, not at all. Like I said, I'm going to stay away from this game money-wise, but if you, you know, the proverbial gun vice grip to the head, I'm going to take Atlanta. Okay, all right. Next game is going to be the Broncos at Eagles. This is an interesting matchup. The Eagles are favored here, surprisingly, by nine points against the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos, of course, had that QB change this week. I think they're going to start Bross Osweiler on the road. Uh, the Eagles, uh, from the Dunkel spread, are only favored by six points. He has the Eagles by six. That's not going to cover the nine-point spread for him. He's going to go with the Broncos plus nine, uh, which really is not a bad pick at all. Um, seeing that the nine is still under the threshold of minus ten, for money line, I'm gonna just squeak out an Eagles money line here. I still think that they get this victory. Uh, they might they might cover the spread, uh, but the only thing that might save them is the Broncos defense. So give me the Eagles money line here, easy. Yeah, the Eagles are flying high. I think Denver has got to be a little better than what they've shown all year. Uh, Osweiler playing is almost like a miracle because he left out of there with his tail between his legs went down to the Texans with that huge contract but he basically was shown the door by uh, the GM John Elway uh, but this goes to show you you never pop off on management you just keep on playing and maybe you get another opportunity if I had told you a year ago that this guy would be starting for the Broncos you would think I was crazy but here he is somehow some way you know via the Brent the Browns didn't even want him so he must not be that great, but that 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 point spread is looking sweet. Their defense, led by Vaughn Miller, uh, it, it can it can check these Eagles because the Eagles have been playing outstanding football. They destroyed the 49ers last week, uh, so but I think they're they got their wings are got to get clipped at some point. Nobody runs off you know five, six, seven wins in a row uh, in the NFL. So I'm I'm going to lean with Denver coming in and at least covering versus the Philadelphia Eagles this week. Okay, that's a fair enough assessment. Also, I think Zach Ertz might be out tonight, uh, today rather. 
uh, against the Broncos. So they're without their top threat, and uh, pretty much that's that's uh, Carson Wentz's uh, safety blanket, in my opinion. Uh, this guy Zach Ertz, he doesn't block at all. He's basically a tight end slot receiver guy. Uh, literally just runs routes. He doesn't block any, anything. He's more of a big body receiver at this point in his, his career and how they use him there in Philadelphia. And he's out and he's there. He That's Carson Wentz's main target. So we'll see what happens. Um, still, I'm going to go with the Eagles money line to get this victory. Yeah, at the halfway point, you got to slot the Eagles as a favorite to be the NFC representative in the Super Bowl right now. Absolutely, absolutely. They've been the most consistent team. They've uh, won the tough games on the road at home. Say what you want to say about Carson Wentz. He's doing his thing in the second year. He looks like an absolute stud franchise quarterback. Moving right along. Uh, this next game is going to be the Ravens at uh, Titans. This is going to be a tough matchup. Last 1 o'clock game of the day. Uh, the Titans, I, I was watching ESPN this morning. They said that this is the Titans homecoming game. And that kind of pissed off the Ravens uh, locker room. Homecoming? Homecoming. Yeah, as it, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a homecoming game. Like the, like the retired t- Titans players. Like you may see Eddie George there. Uh, you know, some of the guys like that there uh, during halftime, you know. Say the crowd all gets all a standing ovation for the guys. You know how it goes. Maybe, okay. maybe Jeff Fisher returns. You never know. Jeff Fisher uh, from the uh, fire at Los Angeles Rams. He returns maybe. You never know. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Titans, uh, Ravens at Titans rather. The spread for this game is going to be Titans minus three. Dunkel spread has the Titans by six and a half. Uh, the Dunkel spread, I mean the Dunkel pick is going to be here. Titans minus three against the spread. Uh man, both of these teams have been so inconsistent this year. I don't know who to pick here. I'm just go with the home team. Uh, I don't know much about either of these teams. They've been so all over the place all season. Just give me the home team minus three. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Titans minus I'm gonna, three here. I'm gonna join you with that uh, pick with the Titans. You know the Ravens are somehow four and four. Um, the Titans are four and three. It's gonna be 70 degrees down in Nashville. Um. Joe Flacco is he going to be playing? Do you know? Because I know he got he got concussed. No, they say they're playing. They're saying Flacco is playing. He has a huge like uh, he has a bunch of stitches in his ear, but he's playing. Right, no, but he hasn't been lighting up the place. He's got only six touchdown passes, eight ints. That's terrible. You know, Mariota's got to really show his his wear sooner or later. He's not really lighting up the place. He's only got four touchdown passes this year. Uh, but I look for the Titans to take care of business at home, and and as you mentioned, I didn't know it was, it was that. That almost sounds like a college setting when you're saying a, a homecoming. But uh, shout out to and rest in peace to C. McNair if it's going to be with the Titans, who unfortunately isn't with us anymore. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. I almost said his name as if he would be there, but uh, he did. He did pass away. Yes, absolutely. Next game, man, because there's not much to talk about Ravens Titans. Both those teams. Way too inconsistent. It's way too inconsistent for me to touch that game at my bookie. That's all I'm going to say. Next game is going to be the Cardinals at 49ers. Uh, of course, the 49ers, they got Jimmy G now. Uh, I'm not sure if he goes. He earns that. He earned the nickname so far, but I'm going I'm to call him Jimmy G for now. Uh, the spread for this game is going to be the Cardinals minus 2.5 at on the road, rather. Uh, Dunkel's spread season's even. He's going to take the 49ers plus 2.5. I took the Cardinals minus 2.5. I'm going to change my pick here. To the 49ers uh, plus two and a half, simply because they do have the new quarterback. I think the 49ers have been competitive all season long. They've just been looking for that guy who can sling the rock. Uh, 
So uh, give me the 49ers here, plus two and a half. How do you see this game? Yeah, let's not even talk about the game. Let's just talk about this trade that was during the week. Finally, the NFL is stepping up and making some trades at the deadline, a la NBA or base MLB, where these this was a really uh, lightning bolt for the Niners. They were dead in the water. They're off to their worst start in franchise history at 0-8. Um, so, but, but getting uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in there, uh, he could also, you know, we're going to find out whether he's going to be a lineage of, you know, some of these franchise Hall of Fame quarterbacks that the 49ers have rolled out there. I think it was exciting. I was ready to get off the bandwagon and uh, just get into different sports and fantasy. But, you know, this actually re-energized, this trade actually energized me as far as trying to watch to see what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be playing this week, uh, gracious host. They're still going to roll out C.J. Beathard out there. Oh, wow. But, uh, really? But, um, there's no Pierre Gasson. He's on the IR. Um, you know, uh, the human statue, Carson uh, Palmer, got his arm broke. And, you know, he might be finished, I believe. So we have the return of Drew Stanton. Um, he's not terrible, but he's not going to win anybody's, uh, anybody's league if you have Drew Stanton as your starting quarterback. Um, the 49ers are missing two of their starting offensive linemen. Hey, this is a this is a really terrible game. Uh, if you got something to do, go out there and do some shopping, get your Christmas shopping in. Uh, but I, I I pick Frisco because they 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 play Arizona. This is a, a division game, and I and I look for San Francisco to to actually to win one game because of that Garoppolo trade earlier in the week. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Next game is going to be the Redskins traveling to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Okay, the Seahawks are favored by 7.5 points on the Vegas spread. Dunkel only has the Seahawks by 1.5. That's not going to be enough for him. He's going to take the Redskins plus 7.5 here. I love that plus 7.5 right next to the Redskins name. However, the Redskins have been kind of shaky. They've been uh, solid on defense, kind of, and then solid on offense, but... Just, just shaky overall. I expected him to do more against the Cowboys last week. That was a very upsetting loss for me to witness. Um, and then at the same time, the Seahawks, they almost, they put up like 40 points last week against the Texans. So give me the Seahawks money line here. Book it. Take it to the bank. The Seahawks are winning this game. I'm not sure if they're going to cover the spread, but the Seahawks are winning this game. I'm going to take the Seahawks money line here. Yeah, Seahawks at home. Um... I'm going to go with those guys. Washington is at three and four record-wise. Seattle has won four in a row. Um, Russell Wilson is playing at a really very good to excellent level at 15 touchdowns, two INTs. But Cousins is not too far behind him with 13 touchdowns and four picks. But for some reason, Cousins is just not getting it. He's not on fire for me. He's got a be all world for the for the Washington franchise to win, but uh, on Seattle's defensive side, you got Earl Thomas being out, who's their quarterback on defense. So be careful with this game. Um, but they did acquire a big boy up front from the Texans, Dwayne Brown, to protect Russell Wilson. I don't know if he's playing or not, but you know, looking down the road, um, it's going to be Philly and Seattle. They looking like they. It's going to be a clash of the Titans going down, looking down the road because uh, Seattle's starting to get their act together. So give me Seattle, and I'll lay those points. 
Absolutely, man. I think the Seahawks, uh, at the end of the day, at home, their home field advantage, I don't think the Redskins are prepared to go into Seattle and uh, make this a victory. They might be able to cover a seven-and-a-half-point spread, but no, there's no way they defeat the Seahawks tonight uh, at home. Uh, next game is going to be the Chiefs at Cowboys. Game of the week for most of America. Chiefs at Cowboys. Uh, there's going to be no line, surprisingly, for this game. They want a lot of people betting on this game. Dunkel Spread has the Chiefs by 7.5 points, uh, that, which shouldn't be too much of a surprise. Maybe I, I see the Chiefs made as like a 5 to 4.5 point favorite in my eyes. Uh, the Dunkel's, uh pick is going to be with the Chiefs. Uh, I'm not going to join him in that assessment. Give me the Cowboys here. They're kind of fighting for to stay relevant there in that, that NFC uh, battle. Uh, they're looking like they're going to make the playoffs, but uh, they have a really, really tough schedule coming up, and they're at home, and this is a winnable game for them at home. I don't think they could go into, uh, into uh, where is that? Uh, at Cowboys Stadium, you talking no, about? No, no, I, uh, I forget, uh, Arrowhead, I'm sorry. I don't think the Cowboys could go into Arrowhead Stadium and defeat the Chiefs, but at their house... Uh, at uh, at the Cowboys' house, I think that they could they could get this victory. Give me the Cowboys. Uh, no no line here. Just pick them game. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm also going to agree with you. I just think the, the boys are desperate at four and three. Um, let's sidebar this a little bit and not talk about the game X and O's or stats. But what's the story with Ezekiel Elliott? He's playing. He's suspended, and now all of a sudden he's back on the field. So Jerry Jones is. He's making calls to the governor. He's calling lawyers. He's calling all his uh, ticket. Do you want to be up in the suite? You know, I got some pictures of you. You need to get Ezekiel back on the field. He's going to be playing. I think Dallas is just going to be a little bit more desperate. But any other time I would have said the Chiefs because they're very well coached by Andy Reid. You got a really MVP candidate in Alex Smith playing a high level of quarterback. And Dallas can't really play against these guys that can just surgically uh, X and O you off of the field. Uh, but I just think with a little with Zeke back there, that's going to give Dallas a little push. They're at home. They're desperate. Give me the Cowboys. Absolutely, man. Not to uh, spend too much time on the Zeke issue, but I don't think I've ever seen a case like this as far as the NFL suspension goes. It's ridiculous. Like, it, I think this, they're making a mockery out of the suspension of, of uh, just – any type of policing players right now, Zeke is making kind of a mockery out of it. Jerry Jones is making a mockery out of it. Because every, like, as far as the updates that you receive on your phone, it's like, oh, he's, he's, oh, he's, uh, in, he's, he's suspended. Out. Oh, he's reinstated, like, a day later. It's like, oh, my goodness gracious, man. Can you just serve the time that you were suspended, please, man? And, like, yes. move on with it? Damn, man. Admit you made a mistake. Admit that you're sorry and you'll get better as far as your professionalism off the field. And, and do your time and come back a better running back, man. I'm tired of hearing uh, in and out of court. And it's almost like it's not even a big enough scandal as it needs to be. You know what I mean? At the yeah. same time, it's almost like they made a complete mockery out of it. They made a complete mockery out of the charges of domestic violence. And it's just a bad, bad overall look for the league. And at the same time, they're able to sweep it under the rug because he's out there every week. So it's it's, you know, it's the most bizarre case I've probably ever seen in my eyes as far as watching NFL. Usually when a guy's suspended, uh, he goes and sees the uh, go, he, he sees the commissioner, and the commissioner says, nah, bro, you're, you're doing this time. 
somehow Zeke has been able to uh, subcommit all of that, and he's been out there pretty much. He hasn't missed a game uh, all season. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's fascinating because it would be different if the, the Cowboys were 7-0. and They're 4-3, and so he actually could have served that time already, the six-game suspension. Absolutely. And you still would basically have that 4-3 and record versus... You know, being six and one or seven and zero, oh. so this prolonging, this bleeding out. You know, the Cowboys better watch their back because they got the Chiefs this week, followed by the Falcons at home. Uh, excuse me, the Falcons in ATL. So you know those guys are going to be down there partying. Then they got the the Cheese Steaks week eleven. You know, so their season is is on the the brink though. But I look for them not to catch Philly. They're going to probably have to get into the playoffs if they even do that as a wild card. They're not catching uh, Philly. Absolutely not. All right, next game is going to be Sunday Night Football. That means there's two games left. It's going to be the Raiders traveling down to, the, uh, to Miami at the uh, that new Hard Rock Cafe uh, stadium they got down there. Uh, Raiders at Dolphins. It's going to be the Raiders minus three on the road as the favorite here. Uh, Dunkel has the Raiders by nine points. He's going with the Raiders minus three. Uh, the Raiders, I'm going to join him in that assessment. However, the Raiders, whenever they've been the favorite matchup or whatever the case may be, they haven't, they, they've been dropping the ball all year round. I'm not sure if it's just the defense, if Derek Carr's not fully healthy. Uh, yeah, the Raiders have been a disappointment so far as what their preseason uh, projection was going to be. I don't think they're AFC contenders at all. Uh, however, I do think they have enough juice uh, to beat the Dolphins after uh, the JHI trade. And, and speaking of the JHI trade uh, uh, to Philly, why did the Dolphins trade JHI again, uh, uh, Stat Guy? I'm so confused. Here. I'm dumbfounded. You're asking the wrong guy. I saw that. I thought it was a typo when the team, and I found out about it. This guy is the A-train. He's down there putting in work. You know, uh, I thought he was basically one of these franchise pieces down there with the Fins. And all of a sudden, they sell him for a cup of coffee to the Eagles. I think that bodes well for the Eagles and their push. But where does that leave the, the Dolphins? I'm going with Oakland just because. Because this is a this is a mess here. Uh, Oakland last year was 12-4. and four, and I think they got everybody drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, they've been a disappointment this year. Uh, but playing against uh, the Dolphins, uh, they have they, their coach actually called them out and said they have the worst offense in the league. I don't know if he's trying to light a fire from him. This is not college. This is pro. So when you start talking bad about your players, you know, they can lay down for you. So keep an eye on the Dolphins. Give me the Raiders, you know, not uh, because the Raiders are lighting anybody, but just because the, the Dolphins are in worse condition. Absolutely, man. I have no confidence in the Dolphins. Uh... I'm not sure how the Jets uh, lost to the Dolphins, to be honest with you. The Jets. Wow. Just, yeah, Imagine I just if the Jets had won that game. Even one of those games, they, they had a heartbreak finish. They'd be 5-3. Yeah, yeah. They'd be 5-3 and three and sitting pretty decent. Right. That, that Dolphins game is, is a high sword now. Absolutely. Uh, next game, Monday Night Football, last game of Week 9. It's going to be the Lions uh, with another primetime matchup, as it seems, because they were pretty much the primetime matchup last Sunday night. Uh, they're going to be Monday Night Football, Lions at Packers without Aaron Rodgers. This preference game is going to be Lions minus 2.5 on the road as the favorite. Uh, Junko Spray has the Lions by 7.5. He's taking the Lions minus 2.5. I think I'm going to join him in that assessment. No brainer here. you got to take the Lions minus 2.5 points. Uh, just simply because the Packers 
are they're like they they nobody can drive that uh, engine better than Aaron Rodgers, and he's out for the season. So expect me to pick every every game against the spread against the Packers uh, from here on out, uh, rest of the season. Give me the Lions. Uh, they got enough juice to win this game on the road. Uh, must win situation for the Lions. They can't lose this game. Bottom line. Yeah, again, I don't have a lot of stats on this particular game, but give me the Lions. You know, Hunley uh, out of UCLA, he, they talking about we groomed him for three years to be there. He's, he's not making, he's not scaring anybody. You know, the Lions don't have a roar in them. They, they're, like, they're more like a pussycat than a lion, but I think they can get the job done uh, versus Green Bay minus Aaron Rodgers. Now, if Detroit can win this one, they got the Browns the following week. And the Bears, even though that's an inter-conference rivalry, they can kind of get themselves. And then you're setting up for Thanksgiving, you know, versus the the Vikings. You know, we're going to have some turkey by then. That's a really great game in the formerly the uh, Silverdome, but now it's Ford Field that they play uh, that that traditional Thanksgiving uh, game for the Lions. So if the Lions can... Get this, they would so little and then wrap off about three or four victories, they'll be right in the playoff mix. They they could knock Dallas out of that, that wild card spot. Or or they could win the division. We'll see. Absolutely, man. All right, man. Well, there you guys have it. Those are our picks for week nine of the NFL season. We've uh, pretty much uh reached kickoff, but it's all good. This podcast is going right up for you guys. That way you guys can get all the picks for at least the four o'clock games. It's Monday night football. Uh plus uh It'll be interesting to see how we do this week as far as against the spread. And that's what it's all about, having fun. Nobody's trying to lose their uh, whole pension and paycheck uh, uh, for gambling. However, I did place a $10 bet down, uh, something light. Uh, however, it's that guy. We're signing off here. Do you have anything else to say for the people? Any shout-outs? Yes, I just, I just want to give one shout-out to Brett Musburger. Uh, he's a former uh, NFL announcer, but he's got a podcast now. I want to tell all the listeners to check it out. It's called... V-S-I-N. It's called the Vegas Stats and Information Network. You know, Musburger was a pioneer with all the, the sports gambling uh, prior to, um, before the NFL really accepted it. And um, he's out there talking stats and sports. Check it out. Again, Brett Musburger on the Vegas Stats and Information Network, V-S-I-N. He was way ahead of his time with the bookies, uh, just talking bets, uh, who's hurt. uh, Incredible, uh, like I said, uh, podcast where it's very informational. So check it out. Okay, that's fair enough, man. We're signing out. Make sure you guys like and subscribe on the iTunes podcast section under the War Report radio series. This is the Against the Spread podcast. I'm Jared Adams. That's the stat guy. We're signing out here. Make sure you guys sign up. Uh, excuse me. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio. On Instagram, War underscore Report underscore Radio. And uh, that's it, guys. Peace, man. Have a great uh, Sunday. Peace. Peace. Peace out.